Good morning, my beautiful, beautiful, beautiful men and women out there in the world. Good morning. I see you're up bright and early this beautiful Sunday morning. I would like to send out a beautiful happy birthday to my best cousin, my best friend, my sister twin, my friend, and my family. LaBrenda Lindsay. Brenda, happy birthday, cousin. I love you with all my heart. I thank God for you. I praise God for you. I ask God to open many doors on your new journey around the sun. Brenda, I give you grace. I give you love. I give you kindness. I give you empathy. I give you healing. I give you uh, honor. I give you prosperity. I give you everything that you need to go around this sun on this journey of this new chapter of your life, cousin. I wish you nothing but the best. I'm so grateful when I look at you and I see how far you have come in your life. You have been nothing but a blessing to me, twin. You have been my twin. I love you, cousin, and have a happy birthday. From me to you, little Brenda Lindsay, from your cam, I love you so much. Hey, Tonda. <laughs> okay, guys, so today, what are we going to be talking about in this diary? Oh, Lord. Thank you for the diary of the mouth. I thank you that my tongue is a ready writer, God. I thank you for your love and your mercy, God. I thank you for your peace, Father. I thank you for your overwhelming strength that I feel every day in my life, God. I thank you for the honor and the glory you allow me to go through every day. Lord, I want to talk to you about my yesterday. After I did my video, God, here in Prayerfield East, as Joshua, God, you said, Joshua, he has to lead the people into the promised land. So you told me, Cam, now that you're out of school, go home to Prayerfield East. And you now have a Joshua spirit in you. Yesterday morning when I got up, I didn't sleep, first of all. That night I tossed and turned because I couldn't sleep. Something was brewing in my spirit. And I felt calamity. I was hot and sweating as if I was in the lake of fire. I didn't know what it was, but I woke up. I didn't hear you say anything to me, so I ended up falling back asleep at some point. Yesterday morning, I got up, I did my video, and you had me to title it, sitting in this, you had me to talk about sitting in the seat of the scornful God. And I said, I don't sit in the seat of the scornful, I cut the scornful off. Ooh. Then after I did the video, I came into the room and I began to pray standing up. 
And then I remember God said that you cannot pray standing up if you got an alt against somebody. And I got an alt against somebody. So I got down on my knees on the floor. And I said, God, is this low enough? Or should I put my nose to the ground? I didn't hear God say anything. So I felt like I was on the level I needed to be on to be humble. That means I was on my knees, both of them, not one, but both. Bowing to the will of the vengeance of God for them that hate me. Now, today you might want to grab a pencil and a piece of paper because I'm finna lay some shit down to y'all that's going to change the way you think in your mind and in your reality so that you may be able to go out and change the way the rest of the world thinks in their reality because they are flawed in their thinking. It causes things like yesterday at the Augusta Mall, which leads me to the turmoil that I was feeling. After I did the video, do not sit in the seat of the scornful. Yesterday, I mentioned to my sister that I needed to go shopping because I need to get a new wardrobe for my new career. I told my sister I needed to go shopping, but I never asked to go to the mall. I never asked to go to a store, but I told her I needed to go shopping for a new wardrobe. Well, if we think about the mall, the mall has everything I would have needed for an entire new wardrobe. Well, after I told her that, I came back in the room and I got back on my knees again and started to pray. And then I couldn't stand it on my knees, so I got in the bed and started to pray. Then after I prayed in the bed, I got up and I stood in the room and I, I turned all around in a circle trying to find a compass point of where my turmoil was coming from. God said, go to prayer field east. I live on the west coast. I am now at home east coast. God gives clear instructions to mankind soon as I get home on the East Coast. I begin to pray in prayer field East. So I'm in the room turning around and finding a, a compass point. And I faced... Let me see, I'm facing. I would be facing Bobby Jones Highway right now. And that would be north of where I sit right now. If you think about Bobby Jones Highway north, you can get in two to three to four locations in Augusta, Georgia. I sit in the center. Now, if you think of that place, you'll see an image 
of Augusta Mall. I stood up in the room. I placed my fingers together and I raised my hand above my head. And I began to pray with my hands clapped together, raised above my head. I began to open my hands and lower them as if I was picking up a frequency. When I picked up on the frequency, I began to shout my name, Queen Kabula Shalom, Queen Kabula Shalom, Queen Kabula Shalom, peace be still. I finished praying and my sister said, I'm ready to go. We walked out of the door and we changed our mind on going to our first location, which was to go get me some breakfast at Huddle House. So she said, well, I don't really eat Huddle House. I don't really want to go there. So she decided to go to the grocery store because she wanted to cook dinner for today. After she decided to cook dinner for today, she told me that, um, what do we do next? Oh, she told me that she was going to go get something to eat. And after we get something to eat, we were, she was going to take me to see my, um, my auntie. So we went over to see my auntie. Well, we actually met her to get something to eat. And then we went to my auntie's house. So we had, I had both of my aunts, my sister and um, myself. So we all went out and we got everything. All of a sudden, my mother calls that afternoon and she said, Hey, your brother just called and said, look on Facebook because somebody got shot and he was calling to make sure that I wasn't at the mall. And um, I was like, at the mall here, mama? And she said, yeah. So I looked at it and I saw it and I was like, Lord, I said, that's what I was feeling in my spirit. I thought it was for me because of the simple fact I'm an empath and sometimes I don't recognize what things are. But once it happened, I could literally see myself in that mall and I saw myself in the candle store. I saw myself in the candle store in the window, standing in the window as whoever was shooting was there and I was able to see everything. And it's like I could see myself as if it was like somebody could have came and, and got from behind him for the way it's like I can't I don't even know what happened. All I know is what I keep seeing in my head. It's like I could see this image of what happened in this mall and this tragedy that happened yesterday. But in my heart and in my soul, I believe that all that prayer that I was down on my knees yesterday, somebody was in that mall that knows me and that was connected to me in a way that I love that person. Somebody was in that mall connected to me and God had me in here praying as if it was me because I was in turmoil I couldn't sleep because I was too hot. I was burning up. I was like, why am I so hot? 
when I got the fan on, the air conditioners on, why am I so high? I kept tossing and turning. So I said, well, maybe I need to wake up and pray. And then after my brother say, tell us to get on there, I, I instantly call my kids. I say, Chaz, Quaz, I say, y'all call y'all friends and make sure ain't none of y'all friends in that mall. I said, pray for y'all friends. It's been a shooting in the mall. I said, pray for y'all friends. Then a few more minutes go by and I get on to Facebook and I see one of my daughter's best friends on Facebook telling that he was in the mall. And all I could say was, thank you, Jesus. And I just listened to everything he had to say and I asked questions. Because I knew God was going to give me the pieces to the puzzle. God sent me home for a reason. I see it's a lot of stuff going on in these streets and in the minds of the people here in Augusta. Because even before I got here, I had to break some chains and cut some ropes and, and break some cords that God has allowed me to cut, even in my own family. Because the devil is busy. And the devil don't care who yields to him, he will use them. I'm not saying that the people are the devil. Same thing I used to tell y'all about my exes. I ain't saying my exes are the devil. But when you yield to the devil, he will use anybody Look at how the devil done used my father in my lifetime. Look at how the devil used my father in my lifetime. I'm 52 years old. The first child that Richard Edward Wallace from the Mighty Clouds of Joy had out of wedlock. But I'm not the first child that Richard Edward Wallace had in his lifetime. But I am the one and only from my mother and himself. And I am the one and only seed that he left to speak what I speak. I'm the one and only seed that I believe that God gave life to forgive him for all his sins. That he might be able to enter into the kingdom of heaven. I'm the one he said Every time he was in my face, girl, hush. Everybody always say to me, girl, hush. See, the things that I talk about, it tears your insides up. See, the Holy Spirit ain't no joke. When Jesus came down here to give y'all redemption, salvation, restoration, mercy, grace, all the great things, the light, the answer, the way, the truth, the light... Come on, Holy Ghost, into this place so your people might not be left out here ignorant. Father God, that you might use me like you said you was going to use me. Father God, I'm teaching your people how to bow down to grace. I'm teaching your people how to bow down to mercy. I'm teaching your people how to walk in humility. I'm teaching your people how to walk in the spirit of truth. I'm teaching your people how to try the spirit by the spirit. I'm teaching your people that your word is written down now and we ain't got no excuse not to know it. I'm teaching your people, Father God, that we are all in the world wide web and that you said go to the world that I might speak your word to this to this world. Father God, I've done what you told me to do. I know when to bow down when it ain't about me. It's about you. When these people out here start trying to turn the, the face against the messenger, they don't want to hear the message because of the messenger. They don't need another message from me. Let them find another message to water the seeds I already planted because I know they heard me, God. 
I don't need nobody trying to get in my way and stop me from doing the will of the Almighty that left me here. I don't need nobody to come in my life and try to show me a way that ain't the way to the spirit and the truth of the life that is within me. I don't need nobody to come in my life and try to stifle my breath and stifle my life and stifle my gift. I don't need nobody to come in my life and tell me which way that they think is right when they just mere man created just like me. I don't need nobody to come in my life and try to hold me down when I know that I'm meant for much greater things than their mind can perceive because they looking at a physical flesh. I don't need nobody to look at my woes in life and the weights that I carry to think that I am not the most excellent thing in the mind of God when he created the immaculate conception of Henrietta and Richard and created Kamala Lachey. Wallace that became the wall ace ain't no algorithm I can't break father God I don't need nobody to come in my life and tell me all I can do is do hair and that's all I know I don't need nobody to come in my life for 30 years and walk with me and talk with me and commune with me and get to know me and be intimate with me and tell me that all I know is hair father God I don't need nobody to come in my life and try to use me for the gifts that I possess in the spirit realm in the soul realm and in the holy realm of the body father God, I don't need nobody to look at my shell on the outside and tell me that I am just a woman and I can't be all I can be. I don't need nobody to come in my life and tell me that your religion is better than my religion because I found them all. I believe that a God is all and above and never beneath. I believe that you told me to come home and pray and prayer fill these. I believe that you told me that I got the spirit of Joshua on my life. I believe, Father God, the last time I was home and you had those people to come to me and you call them messages and they said God give it to her that she ain't afraid to tell them what needs to be said I believe the God that you raised me up to become an influencer and I had to cut off some people that I was influenced and they've been trying to come back under every name that they know but I believe Father God that it is time for them to go get their seeds watered that I have planted in them because I am the diamond that you made me to be I done came out of the lake of fire and I sit here at this tree of life God and I speak spirit and I speak life and it's lonely here in this place God and there's so many people that's getting cut off by the wayside got to go out and learn it the hard way but father God just like you told one who came back and told me that she was in her bedroom because she was in such a hard and dark place she said and she was praying and asking you to help her and you literally stood an image of me in her room and said, go back. And she said, she saw me standing in the room with her. And I can't to this day or any time in my life ever imagine ever going to her house. I've never in the physical gone to this lady's house. But the spirit that I am can go anywhere. So I am told. So I thank you for sending her back. To tell me that you can take me out of my own body and take my spirit where you want my spirit to go. And because I believe that I'm a spirit first and body last, I bow down in the body, God. I bow down. I always bow down in the body, God. I bow down. Because I know who I am. And I want you to show these little bitches out here who I am. It ain't only a spiritual war that we fight, God. We fight a spiritual war first, God. 
Because we do not fight against flesh and blood. That's why I keep trying to tell these motherfuckers I don't fight nobody I love. But I will. And you know I will, God. We have several representations of who I have fought in this earth. And I will fight again if I have to. Because that's what warriors do. But warriors don't understand anything but killing. Because that's what warriors are, right, God? They're mercenaries. They are killers. They're ruthless. There's nothing that they will not do. Period. So, Lord, now that we have bowed down and you have me on my knees because I have an ought that have an adversary out there. And now they are listening to this if you are them. See, you've tried so hard to get back at me on social media that I had to shut you down and bring you to a place where it benefits me and not just you. Now, here's where you need your pencil and paper, guys. Because I'm going to give you some lessons. So that maybe in this game of life called chess that we are, you can next time be the queen, bitch. Because I'm the queen on this board. And Jesus Christ, he's the one I chose. So he's the king. And I'll be damned if I let you break him again, bitch. Because y'all broke him the first time when you hung him on the cross and you scratched him high and you scratched him wide. See, let me tell you what I mean when I say that. In this earth, I have looked for a physical man for over 30 years to satisfy the desires that I know a man is supposed to satisfy in me. But I found none. After my seeking was over, My pain had subsided and I had healed from all my woes. I took the love of mankind out and I replaced it with the love of Jesus and everywhere I hurt. And I said, God, you said in your word that if man cannot do it, you could. So since I have not found a man worthy enough to stand as if he was you, I'm going to marry you. Now, a while ago, back in 2004, there's your number, 2004. In 2004, God told me that he was my husband. He told me one day I was in the house on my knees and I was crying out to God because I was a single mother and I was tired and I was a businesswoman. You know, I had a salon and I was the hot, one of the hottest things in Augusta, Georgia. I can't say the only because it's some bad ass stylists in Augusta, Georgia. Woo, I give claps to the stylists in Augusta, Georgia. I, I just had Carl Pope to come to mind and Lisa Pope. And and their brother, Michael Pope, they daddy, Larry Pope, a whole family of hairstylists. Then I just had my cousin Sharon Freeman come to mind and Lachelle Pace come to mind. I just had um, Anthony, Anthony Wilson come to mind. I just had um, Jen Jones come to mind. I mean, Jen Johnson, my, my bad, Jen. Sorry, I call your last name Jones. Jennifer Johnson. 
glam studios badass stylists i mean on top of the games um so many stylists johnny williams is a great barber um harold lester is a great barber um who else is in augusta um oh my cousin lynn garnett amazing stylist great healthy hair um T- uh, Tish, Tish Williams, Letitia Williams, my cousin, Tanya Hicks. I think Tanya still do, does hair. Um, I mean, I could just sit here, y'all, and go on and on and on about the great stylists in Augusta, Georgia. Augusta, George. Oh, my God, George. Where's George at? I haven't seen George in so long. George is a great stylist. So many. Carl. I already said Carl. I meant to say clip, clip, clip. I remember Clint. Ooh, I remember Rabbit. God bless your soul, Rabbit. Oh, my God. God bless your soul. Just walking down memory lanes in my mind, God, as you got me here in Prayerfield East. I've been praying for this place a long time, God. I remember when Rabbit got killed. Sorry, y'all. Ooh, let me get myself together. I'm sorry. I just had a sad memory. I remember when... I remember when Rabbit got killed in his house. And I remember I asked the universe. I said, can't nobody never live in that house again. I said, because that's so sad. And God taught me different in my real estate course. Somebody will live in that house again. Because that doesn't matter. What happened in the house is still a house, and a family needs a home. As a 52-year-old woman today, that's what I've learned. Because real estate says that that doesn't matter. Real estate is boss. Real estate is boss. Hmm. Think about that. Meditate on that for a little bit, because that's a truth that... A lot of us don't see. I've been involved with real estate all my life. When I sit here at 52 years old and I look back at my life, I started going out at, I want to say, eight or nine years old. I started going out with my uncles on their job sites and working on job sites, learning how to pour foundations of houses, how to dig the foundation, how to measure the foundation, how to look at blueprints. How to lay the, lay the walls up, put the studs in the wall. How to put the, the insulation in the roofing and in the walls of the houses that had it. I mean, I am a master builder. God taught me I was a master builder in the spirit before he taught it to me in the physical. The physical just acted out what the spirit already knew. <laughs> wow. The reality of understanding someone else's thoughts. I've got people calling me a fucking fool in the name of love. (laughs) In the name of love, I got people calling me the devil in the name of love. In the name of love, I got people hating me, wishing me evil in the name of love. But y'all missed what I just said. In the name of love.
God is love. So in God's name, I got people calling me out my name. And I love it every minute of the day. You know why? See, y'all don't know me out there. Y'all got to get on Facebook. Y'all got to follow me. Because here's the thing. When you come on Facebook, shoot me a message and let me know you heard me here and you want to be a friend. Let me know that. Because what they don't know is day by day, I am deleting every social media account I have except for this one. And if they want to hear what I got to say, they got to come here. So that means on November the 1st, I probably won't even have a Facebook account anymore. And now other friends are going to have to tell other friends where she is. Because it's about me now. It's not about me pleasing man anymore or pleasing God in my efforts to please man, shall I say. Because <laughs> I don't give a fuck about the man, to be honest with you. I'm just doing my will and the call that God asked me to do. And I'm doing it my way. That's why I said my will. So what I mean by that is when God asked me to speak to the world on his behalf, I told him that I would do it if I could do it my way. And he asked me what was my way. I said, well, God, my way is that the people hear me because they don't listen to nothing unless it's messy. I said, I got to be a nasty bitch because that's the only way they're going to hear me. And look at Donald Trump. They can hear everything he said. They done made that man an idol before God. And now God got to set that poor man down to show y'all he just a human like y'all. But I'm going to lift him right back up because he finna be y'all goddamn president again. Because y'all murmuring, murmuring ass, complaining ass, children haven't got it yet. I'm going to take y'all around the mountain for four more years. But by the end of the fourth year, everything will be beautiful. Those are for the ones out there who are murmuring and complaining. Now, I have asked God not to do what my grandmother said that he would do. My grandmother said, Cam, you know what, baby? She said, you don't question God. God does what he want to do. I said, Grandmama, that ain't true in my opinion. I said, in my opinion, you are my grandmother. That means God is like you. If I could talk to you and you could teach me and ask me questions, I could talk to God and God could teach me and ask me questions. And I can ask him questions. So if he wants to be my God over me, then I got to understand how is he over me? What makes him over me? And I have learned to this day that God is over me because his thoughts are way higher than my thoughts. There's some men and women in the earth who have thoughts way higher than my thoughts. But the truth of the matter is I am called to be the excellent self I am called Image Therapy LLC, called Queen Kabula Shalom, called Kamala Lachey Wallace, called Cam Wallace, called The Wall Ace, called Cam, Cam, I am 314, called every name that God has ever called me. He has given me the personalities to match it, the wits and the strength to deal with the trials and the tribulations on that level. I have bossed up more times than I care to boss up, but I got one more boss up in me. And this boss up, when you see me coming, you're going to see who I really am. Because I don't have to keep putting on sackcloths and ashes anymore. I'm done being poor. Because I told God I don't like it. And I don't think anyone should like being poor. 
If you can't boss the fuck up, then that means your mind is programmed and the man got your mind. You ain't got, got the man's mind. Anyone who sits around and makes a complaint and says that the white man hold you down, you have been programmed by the white man to believe that. And that's my fucking opinion. It's just like what Kanye West said about the slavery. Slavery was a choice because you could have fucking fought back. You know what the fuck that man meant, but you want to make him fucking crazy because y'all want to say he's schizophrenic too. Y'all want to say he got bipolarism too, but Kanye West is in control of the host. Every voice he hears, Kanye West is in control of the host, bitch. Kamala Lachey Wallace is in control of the host, bitch. She yields when she needs to yield because we have tapped into the most excellent source. God is, I am. He is the source of all. Now, let me explain what I mean by that. Just like y'all say, I'm bipolar, I'm schizophrenic, Kanye West bipolar, he's schizophrenic. Let me explain something to you. Is God bipolar or schizophrenic because he got a name and a personality to go with every trait he goddamn is? And if we are made in the image of us, who is us? One of his personalities. Because God is all. You got to come to an understanding. Either you're going to believe in him or you're not. Even if you don't believe in him, you believe in him because what Jesus did on the cross. Jesus said, every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. That's what the Bible said. And on that cross, Jesus was the only man standing because God said, not a bone on my son's body would be broken and none of the torment that he went through. And Jesus was bruised for your iniquity and the chastisement of your peace was upon him. And on that cross, Jesus was the only man that came, was left standing on the cross. The other two got their legs broken to make sure they was dead. But God said not a bone in his child's body would have been broke. So they pierced him in his side because they had to obey the word. Even though they scratched him wide and they beat him with the cat of nine tails and ripped the flesh off his body. Not a bone was broken in the process. They put the thorns in his head and they didn't even pierce the bone with the thorns, even though those were the biggest thorns that you had ever seen in your life. Because they ain't the regular thorns from a little old rose bush, baby. Come on, thank deeper. We talking about back in the days where there was really some thistles for your ass. Don't fuck with me because I run a circle around your thoughts. Because I believe in my mind that I got the mind of Christ. And when I say that, I believe that if at any moment I don't have knowledge of it, all I got to say is Jesus Christ. And he'll be right there to whisper it in my ears. Because God taught me there's no such thing as ignorance. It's just that you haven't been taught yet. So for all those I've cut off that have come back here, I'm talking to you. Get offended. So that God can fix your bullshit. Because like this song in the background that came out of me. Yes, it came out of me. My son don't like to hear me say that, but it did. Because in my mind, I've always been in my bedroom creating my reality. I don't have to have a group of friends around me to create my present reality. I draw you to me. Because if you think you're right... I'm going to show your ass every time that you're wrong, but I won't do it in your face. Just like the election, I took myself out of the election, but you better watch God lift him up. You better watch God because God don't play.
God is showing us who he is and y'all so blind you can't even see it because you're walking in hate. But I keep telling you God is love. So now get your pencil and piece of paper ready. You should have time to have gotten it by now. You should have gotten it. If you haven't, then shame on you because all you want to do is be entertained. You don't want to learn. You don't want to grow. But guess what? You're going to have to grow because you heard my voice and my voice is a seed. And I am planting it in your ear, which is in the midst of your heart because you have three ears. You have a ear in the center of your heart that the word speaks to. And your mind and your gut turns and deciphers the word for truth and you begin to grow or you begin to deteriorate from the speaking of my words now let's get some life in you let's get some reality in you let's get some faith in you let's go to another level let's get a little bit of understanding what are we going to talk about? I have no clue. So because I have no clue, I'm just going to pray about it. Father God, I come to you right now and I just thank you for this day. I thank you for October the 4th of 2020. We are in the, we are in the latter end of the year 2020, Father. October is a month for our witches, Father. I thank you for our witches in the world, God, and our warlocks in the world. Father God, I thank you that they're casting the spell that the Spirit has them to cast in your earth right now. Father God, I love all of your witches, and I love all of your warlocks, Father. And I know that they know what to do in behalf of making your plans and your patterns come forth in our lives. Father, I thank you that you love your witches and you love your warlocks because we're all one in one body, striving, God, for one purpose and one cause. I know, Father God, that people out there don't understand, but if they would just keep listening, when I finish painting this picture, they shall understand. So I thank you, Father, for your witches and for your warlocks. And I thank you for my father because my father always called women winches and he always called men warlocks in my opinion and so I get that from my father and I thank you for them God because they are real you've taught me that in that bible there's all kinds of religion in that bible you taught me that the scriptures that Veronica talked about were holy you've taught me that they are life they work they come to life it is actually like magic when I've told this world that I found the magic of life, I meant every word I said. So when I have to cut somebody off because they're using a word to try to stab me, but they're supposed to be a family member or a friend, God, but they can't control their anger because it's not their way. That's a child throwing a temper tantrum. Are they too? Like Gwen, Lord. I'm not going to sit here and keep hiding behind not speaking and not being who I'm supposed to be because they wanted to come to my Facebook page and they want to be nosy and they want to complain to Facebook because and all these other social medias and make fake pages in my name. I'm over that. I'm here now where it benefits me, my rules, my regulations, God. It benefits me here. I speak for you. I work for you. I do what you guide me to do, and I do it fearlessly because you made me fearless. 
You know Melissa was the last person I ever ran from. I never ran from anyone again. And I won't ever run from anyone again because I'm a grown-ass woman. Either you're going to beat my ass or I'm going to beat yours. One of the two. And that's just how I see life, God. I'm, I'm very simple. You have taken all the complex things that I used to be away from me. And you have made me simple like a child sometimes in my ways. But when I need to be a boss bitch, I am a boss bitch, God. And you know that. This girl is cussing, talking to God. Hell yeah. He made me in my mother's womb. He made me fearfully and according to the book of Song of Solomon. Go read that little small chapter in the Bible, ladies. If you want to know who you are, ladies, go read the Psalm, Songs of Solomon. Start at chapter one and read to the end. And if you don't find yourself in there, you lost. You're lost. Because that whole Psalm is about us women. God loves us so much. We are the essence of the Holy Spirit. If you all did not understand the story of Mary in the Bible. If you do not understand the story of Jesus's mother in the Bible, Mary, which represent is representation of the Holy Spirit in the unity of marriage and holy matrimony. Mary, Mary, Mary was the mother of Jesus. Mary, Mary. Mary was the mother of Jesus. I'm laughing because me and God just had this conversation before I came here. And as I've been talking, I've had my eyes closed. But when I opened my eyes, I saw some numbers that represent the story I'm getting ready to tell you. Okay, so before I came here, I was talking to God. I said, okay, God, what are we going to talk about today? And I was talking to God about my son and how blessed my son is. My son is a miracle child, in my opinion, because God gave me a male seed. It's very hard for women to have men. As you all know, if you look over in India, I don't know if there's anyone out there who wants to adopt a little girl. But if you do and you're a good family and you got a loving heart where God gives you love, and you want to adopt a child, adopt your child from India, a little girl, please. Because they throw the little girls away. They misuse the little girls. They treat the little girls like dirt. And they are, when I tell y'all, they're so beautiful. If you need a child in your life to give love to, adopt a little girl from India, please. But make sure that you treat her right because God is watching. Everything we do, y'all, God is watching. God is real. He is so real. I promise y'all he is real. All I can say is. Just ask him to be in a relationship with you. He could do it. He, he will make you have everything that you want. He will make you feel like you want to feel. Just ask him to be in a relationship with you. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to just bug you to do that. You don't have to do that because I know you're already in one. I, it don't matter what kind it is. You know, like for me, I've met God in, in all because I've met Alpha, which was the first. So I've met God in all of who he is in the darkness, meaning the devil is said to be in the darkness, according to mankind. A lot of mankind has 
spoken and they've said that the devil is in darkness. But I don't find that to be true. He's not the God, God of the darkness. The devil is not the God of the darkness. The devil is the blacksmith who blows on the coals of the fire. Okay. God made the devil as an angel like he made us. But when he was fallen, he became the devil who blows on the coals of the fire. Now he uses instruments of his own creations and workings because he God knows what we needed. So he gave the devil cre to create the instruments to get us to how he wants us to be. Okay, does that make sense? He he allowed the devil to study mankind long enough to know what kind of things he could use against us to hurt us. Does that make sense now? If not, leave me a message and let me know. I'm I'm here. I'm here, but I don't want you to make a fake page to associate with me. Because if you make a fake page, it's your last time you're going to be able to find me. Period. Don't make a fake page. Be yourself because God know, knows who you are. And I know who you are because I've named names who I think you are to God. And I guarantee you I have hit the nail on the head because you told on yourself every time you told on yourself. Just like you did when you was in my life. So... And to that mother out there that's hating on me from my ex, you can have him. I'm done. <laughs> oh, you can have him. I'm done. I've been done, baby. When I sent him back to his mom and daddy last time, I was done, okay? I was done. Oh, that's better. Much better. Oh, I just had to let go of the friendship. That's all. Once I let go of the friendship, I've let go of everything. Because I can love anyone from afar. But when I don't like you anymore, I don't want to be your friend. I don't want to talk to you. I don't want to see you. So you, you can have him now. I've literally thrown him back in the trash can for the third time. So go ahead. And the only reason why I'm speaking to you because I know you're one of the people out there doing it. And I already told God. So just watch yourself now that you know I know who you are. I knew who you are because his mother told me. <laughs> but anyway. Yep. Want to know what she said? She said, Cam, she just don't want him with you, baby. She just don't want him with you. And it ain't nothing she would do because she just don't want him with you. I said, Mama, that don't bother me. That don't bother me. Because as long as I love and like somebody, I'll be there. But I don't love nor like anymore. So you can have it. It's been like a 30-year thing between me and you. But in my face, you always want to be fake. Like that day when you was taking them fake pictures of yourself trying to get me in the camera so you could show them that I was at your house. God is good, girl. I don't miss shit. I love you, though. I really did. I really did. And I haven't said anything about you out of the way. Like when your daughter called my daughter and told her a lie. And said... Your mom better stop talking about people. And they, I ain't say nothing, nigga. All I say is that nigga did you wrong. And he did do you wrong. And he did me wrong, too. 
He did you wrong because he used you to come back here to get to me. He had no intentions of doing any of those things that he said he was going to do with you. He was trying to get back to me because he kept calling me, asking me, telling me he was coming back home, but never told me he was going to get married to you until my daughter told me because her best friend told her. Well, I thought we thought she was her best friend, told her. And my daughter called me and told me that he was going to get married. And guess who he was going to get married to? And I said, well, he probably going to get married to one of my Facebook friends because I got a lot of Facebook friends. So one of my Facebook friends, it turns out to be it was you, one of my Facebook friends. But did that stop me from loving you? Because I loved you before I even knew you had the baby by him. I was loving you when my daughter and your daughter was friends. See, that's what I don't get about these friendships. Y'all call friendships. Y'all don't know what the fuck love is. If love fucking stuck you in your motherfucking face, you wouldn't fucking know what love is. Because don't nobody fucking know. So I'm going to teach you what fucking love is. Don't make a fucking excuse if you really don't fucking like us. Don't make no fucking excuses. You been felt that fucking way. Tell the truth. Because we have never did anything but give your family love. And I didn't know who who the baby daddy was. I was always there. From Apple Valley on, I was there. I lived in Apple Valley my damn self in the past. What that represent to me? That represent a motherfucking family. Apples don't fall far from nobody's tree. Apples don't fall far from nobody's tree. So don't, don't, I, that's what I hate about friends. So if you ain't my friend today, any of y'all out there I'm talking to that's listening to me. If you ain't my friend today, that's because I had to make some cuts. Because three years ago, I got prophesied to that God has prepared a table for me. And if you wasn't right in my face when we, when I ain't have shit, when I was giving shit away with the little bit of shit I had. If you wasn't right with me then then you ain't right with me going forward. So I had to make the cuts and give you back to God and send you on about your way with whatever you got from me in the time that you had from me. I can't keep letting you do that because God said he prepared a table for me according to the, the prophetess Elaine Brunson. She said, God has got a table prepared for you in the best places with the best people. She said, get ready. Are you ready? If not, get ready. Are you ready? Get ready. Get ready. God has place for you. It's time for you to shine. Like the diamond I am. Because that's what Sissy Milton said. She said, well, if you are in the lake of fire, you won't be in there long because you was already a diamond when you went in. She said, you only going in to get a little bit more polishing. That's what I did. And I made all those cuts I made because guess what? You got some people out there think that, damn, that bitch just thinks she's something because she went viral. I don't think shit because I went viral. Bitch, I've been going viral all my life. Viral just got made. I'm 52 years old. I've been viral on every level I've been on since I came out the motherfucking womb, bitch. I'm going to stay viral. And I'm going to keep talking shit because that's what my uncles taught me how to fucking do. See, God knew. When he placed this baby in her in the mother's womb, when he placed me in my mother's womb, God knew he had to give me three wise men just like he gave Jesus those three wise men who brought Jesus those gifts. See, my three wise men was Andy McClady, 
Willie James McClady, and Herman Cluiz McClady Jr. So, I got some shit up in me that can't nobody stop. You got to believe that. And then, not only did I learn from those three wise men, I got 30 years experience of dating my wise men. And I got over 40 years of being a master barber and all these men coming, sitting in my chair and spilling their life to me. Their whole life. I have to always say, don't look me in my eyes because you will fall in love. And I ain't going to lie. I ain't going to lie. There was some I wanted to see. Did they love me? So I played games. Like, I bet you thought about me this week. They would get quiet. And they would think, how you know? I said, I bet you thought about me at least seven times this week. And then they account them. And they'll say, how you know? And then I would say, hmm, maybe you thought about me at least a total of 48 times this week. And they would be like, Kim, how you know that? And I was like, bitch, I cut your hair. You got to look at yourself. (laughs) See, I'm so fucking simple. But y'all bitches out there, y'all so fucking complex. That's why them niggas don't want you. Because you're too complex, bitch. All you want to do is spend their money. I buy my nigga shit if I want to. You see, Carly, y'all talk about Cardi. I thought her pussy was wet. Cardi got that wop, 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 wop. That nigga would say, I was wrong, baby. I was wrong. <laughs> it's all about the clout. <laughs> and not the clout. <laughs> Cardi and I are going to be best friends one day. Guess what? She know how to do that walk, boy. Y'all talking all that shit. See, God, man, weak bitches. That's all I got to say. Weak bitches. Come on, ladies. Stop being weak bitches. Elevate. Before you start looking for a fucking climax, climax in your motherfucking mind first, bitch. Come on, baby. You could do it. Put your back into it when you need to, but put your mind into it. Use your brain. Use your gut. That's your soul. Let it fill it in your soul before you do it. How in the fuck are you going to boss up if you don't know who the fuck you are? Songs of Solomon. It's not that long. About seven, eight, nine, ten pages. Read all of it. Read it three times. Then after you read it, be like, this motherfucker talking about me. It's talking about you. Come on, ladies. It's talking about you. It's a man talking about you. It's going to even describe your curves on your hips. Girls going to talk about how your feet look in them sandals with your manicured toes. Bitch, you better go find yourself and then boss the fuck up. Because I'm tired of talking. And that's it. It's morning time. And we're up bright and early again. What will we talk about today, diary? Hello, DOTM. How are you guys out there? 
my lovely and faithful diary listeners. I hope you share and tell a friend about this girl who talks nothing but shit. Diary of the mouth. And then she turns around and put a spin on the shit and makes some shit grow. Because everybody knows shit happens. And that's called cow manure. And cow manure is great fertilizer for seeds that need to grow. What are you growing in your garden? (laughs) Are you a good gardener? Or do you see weeds keep popping up in your garden? Makes me think of stories when I was a kid. Just a little small child. Again, we're out in nature. The sun has not come up. I must have been out here for maybe 30, 40 minutes. Sitting down talking to the universe and God. Yes, there is a God. (laughs) I heard there was a little boy who just proved a theory wrong. And he says, God doesn't exist because yada, 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 yada. And I laughed and I said, how stupid is that little boy's parents to embarrass themselves that way? Because even an atheist know you cannot fight against what doesn't exist because you wouldn't know about it. Just like sometimes we lose our rights as citizens because we do not know our constitutional rights and we do not know the amendments. And we're not familiar with the place that we call home, yet we desire to have a place in society when we cannot even identify ourselves. When we are asked, who are you and why are you here? You get offended, on the other hand, and say, I am who I am and this is my place and yada, 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 instead of standing up for who you are and your worth. You allow them to pull you down into your and their mental thinking. You have to beware of the crabs that pull you back down into the buckets. Please, for yourself and for your mind and for the way that you think and talk to a friend, make a new friend. Realize that you are living your life in the most grievous lack that you could possibly live in. Why do I say that your life is like a grievous lack? Well... I know nine times out of ten that my listener is not wealthy because 99% of the population is poor. See, I don't speak just to be speaking. I was thinking on a statistical level when they say that it's only 1% of the world that is wealthy. Maybe because 1% of the world isn't Democrat. (laughs) What is a Democrat? Why won't these educated people who keep calling me a fool and telling me that my cornbread is half-baked because I say that Trump will sit in the White House for another four years? Well, statistically speaking, 
He started something that God is enjoying. Why is God enjoying it? Because now God gets to see who really trusts him, who really believes in him, who really has faith, who really is not walking by sight, but they're walking in the knowledge of knowing that he has a relationship or she has a relationship with the all-living source of all being. If you've been sitting down and you've been watching, not complaining, but watching what is going on in our world, if you've been trying to educate and let people know, this is fear. (laughs) You're walking in fear. If you've been sitting down viewing what is going on in our earth and you're seeing patterns and patterns of behavior like COVID, Spanish flu, yada, 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 100 generation, pandemics, yada, yada, yada. Well, if you are not constantly thinking that you are a student of life, you will not learn a goddamn thing and you will repeat this shit the next hundred years. Here's where we are now, people. I have said over and over on my social media, no, you cannot find me right now on Facebook. No, you cannot find me right now on Instagram. You can find me here on this podcast and only on this podcast. You cannot find me on any of my social media platforms because I'm having some me time and I'm speaking in my diary because I used to use Facebook as a diary. I used to use Instagram as a diary and I did it to give you all of the things that I know and all of the things that I did to become who I am today. An independent Lee thinking, free woman. And I'm able to do any and everything that I desire to do. I had my brother call me when I went back home to Prayerfield East to pray. My brother called me and he says, Cam, why in the world did you delete all of your social media when you had so many followers? He said, that just doesn't make sense to me. Why you would do that and delete all those people from your life? And I had to explain to my brother. I forgot exactly how I said it to them, but this is what I meant. Because this is what I explained to my best friend yesterday. My thinking is as such. I am an individual with all kinds of liberties and justices within inside of me. And as long as I am the breath of life, and as long as I am the living sacrifice placed in a physical world who Luther Vandross didn't even understand that it was his because he said, if this world was mine, well, I live in this world. I am a human being just like the next man or the next woman. Period. 
exclamation point done not the next human that is black not the next human that is white not the next human that is asian or any other ethnic color you choose to label yourself with as being a shell of a man period exclamation point period again being that a shell of a man or a woman is a color does not mean that is who mankind is you are having all kinds of wars in the earth and rumors of wars in the earth. I remember the Bible talked about wars and rumors of wars. Fake news. <laughs> Is that not what Trump always speaks about? Fake news. Now, here's the thing. I am very wise. I am the voice of God that I have been told that I was called Kabula. That is my name associated with my stance with God. If there is anyone out there listening at the sound of my voice and you are wondering who in the hell is this woman speaking to me? Well, let me tell you a little bit about who the source told me I was. And then maybe you will understand why you are in my life and why you are a listener of D-O-T-M, Diary of the Mouth. Listen, I understand haters. Haters will follow you to the end of the earth, but they will not support you. Haters will follow you to the end of the earth and never support you. Why do haters find you and follow you to the ends of the earth and never support you? I'll tell you why I think haters follow you to the end of the earth and never support you. Write this down. H-E-A-R-T spells heart. You are the heart of God. An individual, uniquely bred, wonderfully created, knitted in your mother's womb alone with something. That you could not see, taste, touch, hear, nor smell. Yet, your mother never told this particular thing where to put your ear, your eye, your nose, your big toe. But yet, you came out fearfully and wonderfully made yelling and blowing your horn. Letting the world know I have arrived. I am on the motherfucking scene with a gangster goddamn lean. And God put me here uniquely made and not another son of a bitch ever will be born. That is like you, bitch. You are one bad motherfucker. 
And I know you know that shit. I'm talking to you, my listeners. D-O-T-M, you are one bad motherfucker. And I'm telling you like it is. Why? Because I am speaking to you as Mama Cam 314. That is my Instagram name for when I come back up. You can find me at Mama Cam 314. Yet, I am verified as Camilla Wallace. That's C-A-M-E-L-A-W-A-L-L-A-C-E. And yes, ma'am, there are two distinctively separate pages so find them and follow them both because knowledge is power and when I speak I don't speak just to hear my motherfucking self talk I'm telling you why I walked alone and why no man that follows you supports you Because it is not for him to support you. You are individually and uniquely placed in your mother's womb. Now let's look at that for a moment. And understand who you are. Understand why you were created. Understand that you're not a low life. Understand that there's ways and ways that you can get out here and make the things happen that you want to happen without being hurt. Without having violence. Without crossing over in anger at your friends and your family because they don't support you and your dreams. Well, you're individually and uniquely designed by the mind of a master creator. By the mind of an infinite creator. You were created by the mind of an omnipotent creator who we can't fathom his lowest thought yet his highest it will blow your mind and have you walking around like these people they call zombies like these people they call zombies no the spirit by the spirit And you shall never fail on anything that you do in your lifetime. Understand that walking in wisdom, knowledge, and understanding came from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And that is why we chose to walk that path first when God placed us in this beautiful place. And he gave us life. He never said that he would take it back and he would be more than sadly hurt to destroy something that he loves so much. He did that once with his only begotten son. He did it once with his only begotten son. I read it in a book called the Holy Bible. They said in the book that he, Jesus, was the only begotten son of the living God. I stopped in speech because I say la. I let it meditate for a moment. 
only begotten son, Wusabashakoto, Diabronosli, picture the earth, the Dashandokupu, picture yourself standing in a line around the equator. Picture the earth. You standing in a line going north to south around the earth. There's two lines formed, one going east to west and one going north to south. Each person is walking in their line and they are making a circumference completely around the universe, twirling on its axis. Think about twirling on this axis. Speak to these people, God. I speak to your people and I elevate life because I give you something to think about. Diary of the mouth. I am Kabula, the unwritten version of the Zohar. I am Kabula. I am the tree of life. And there's waters flowing all around me. I speak life to you today, my friends. I speak life to you today, my children. I speak love and admiration to your soul of souls of souls of souls of who you are. I speak to you and I tell you to get up out of that foul place of negatively lowly thinking and question everything so that you may find the right answers for your uniquely designed life in this universe. We were programmed not to ask questions. I say ask the universe the right questions to get you the right things to start coming into your life. I am here for you. I died twice for 25 medical minutes. Go to University Hospital in Augusta, Georgia. I give you permission to read my medical records. I give you permission to go to MCG in Augusta, Georgia and pull my medical records. I died there too. I died there for 25 minutes. Two different hospitals, two different death experiences. I ask you to go back to those same two hospitals and see the times that I lost the blood in my body. And I literally was bleeding to death. Yet I speak to you because the universe allowed me to ask it the right questions for my life and I stand in the line with you uniquely universal a philosopher of my life and I've lived my life for the last 11 years on social media I live my life as an open book for all the world to read me and look for a fault in me and find a flaw in me and find one thing about me 
that is not uniquely designed, similar to theirs, but yet uniquely perfect in the way that God's mind made it for me. I have given the world 11 years as a social media leader, follower, influence. I don't give a damn what you call it. But my brother said, you did it backwards, sister. You had all those people. It took me two and a half weeks to delete and block all those people from Cam Wallace, the social media influencer that my brother said I shouldn't have never let my people go. Well, let me explain to you. Those same people that were following me are in the same lines I just told y'all to imagine going around the earth. North and South, East and West. Meridians. Meridians, y'all. Think about the meridians. And think about the equator. Meets and bounds. Think about life. On the playing field of I came to build a kingdom. What are you here for? What are your dreams What are your goals? Haven't God given us enough examples like Kobe to be great? Like the Black Panther to be great? What are your dreams? What do you want to be? How can you get there? Well, let me tell you, you got to ask the universe the right questions for your uniquely designed individual plans for life. Because if you keep being a follower all of your life, and you're mad at people for not supporting you, then guess who's at fault? You're at fault because you're the CEO. It is your plan that should work for your life, not your mama's plan for your life, not your daddy's plan for your life, not your brother's nor your sister's plan for your life. As Ice Cube is at there standing alone again, as he has stood alone all his life and been nothing but a winner because he understands the uniquely individual man of Ice Cube. He understands the uniquely individual man of Ice Cube. Then I wake up this morning and I see 50, 50, 50 cent. Then said, I support Donald Trump because of his tax plan. 50 cent now finna be a damn dollar. Mark my damn words. He ain't finna be 20 cent like he said in the comment. He finna be a motherfucking dollar. He done been 50 cent too long. You know why? Because every man must grow and he understands what it takes to make a man grow. He understand the individuality of being 50. Because ain't another motherfucker ever going to be 50 when, when coming back to this bitch. Even when 50 come back as his new energy, he ain't coming back as 50. He coming back as dollar dollar bill. You have to understand life is about evolution. It's about motherfucking growing. It's about like the, the, the Constitution says in the Ninth Amendment, just because amendment ain't been made and a right hasn't been given, that don't mean you ain't entitled to it. That just mean, motherfucker, we don't know about it yet. We ain't got to it. Same thing God told me. God said, hey, Cam, he said, let me tell you something. He said, there is no such thing as not knowing. Now, the Bible says that when we die, it means that we can't get into heaven and say, Lord, I didn't know that. And he'll let you on in. It said, study to show yourself approved. So you got to know. So God said, Cam, it's no such thing as not knowing. It's just that you have not been taught yet. 
I teach people about God because God taught me about himself when I was trying to learn who the fuck I was. I didn't know who the fuck I was. I done walked around here. I done been many faces just like God. God has been many faces. He's been a father to the fatherless. He's been a friend to the friendless. He's been sheltered to those who didn't have homes. God has been many faces and many words. That's why John 1 tells us that the word was God and the word is God. And it was manifested life. The world could not comprehend it because the world had no understanding. So in the beginning, I guess, when God put us here and he says, okay, I put you here in this garden of Eden, Adam, I put you here. He put Adam here. Here's the thing. Okay, Holy Spirit, let's break this thing down to these people so they can get a little bit of mental understanding. So God put Adam here. He put Adam here in the midst of a garden, and he, gave, he had already made the animals and all this stuff before he did, gave Adam his life. He had already done that before he made the man. He watched Adam for years walk around this motherfucker with these animals, naming everything, naming trees, naming all this shit. But in, in the, name, the midst of a name... You can't understand the meaning of a name like I keep asking these these stale-ass people on these social medias. Y'all got to spread this word for me because I ain't on social media. These These little nine listeners I got listening to this shit, spread this damn word if you believe. Because here we go. Just like Adam named everything, he gave it a name, but he couldn't give it a name until he understand the definition of it. How could Adam understand the definition of a thing unless Adam had to have some time with the thing to understand what the thing was and what the thing was doing for him and why he named it what he named it? That's giving you a meaning of a thing. What is this thing for? What is the use of this thing? Why is this thing important? What does this thing have to do with my life? You got to learn how to ask the universe the right questions. Get off the fucking telephone talking to your friends. Stop following other people ain't learning shit and ain't applying it to your life. Only listening to it to see if you know more knowledge than they do so that you can knock that motherfucker down. Like all my Facebook friends who have persecuted me over the years who said that I don't know God because I cuss in one breath and talk about God in the next. Well, I am the breath of life and I only get one breath at a time. I can't get multiple breaths. Is that possible? Somebody tell me. I'll wait. I'm listening. How many words can you speak at one time? One breath at a time. Even when I speak in tongues, I'm still speaking one word at a time. There's a question in the Bible that says, how can bitter water and sweet water come from the same cistern or mouth? God asked me that when he was teaching me how to be what he wanted me to be because he saw me cursing. And he asked me the question. He said, Cam, how can bitter water and sweet water come out the same mouth? I said, God, I can only speak one word at a time. I will never curse you in the second word because they do not come together, period. They are individually and uniquely cast as a spell when I speak them. Same thing the Constitution is. Our forefathers sat around in a room years and years and years and mental capacities ago, mental abilities ago, spiritual abilities ago, our forefathers sat around 
and had an idea to make a nation. They said, let's sit in this room and close your eyes for a moment and tell me, as I speak, can you picture this? Close your eyes right now as I speak and tell me, can you, with your mindset, picture this? Can you imagine a world so beautiful that every neighbor loves every neighbor and every friend continues to be true and love their friends the way friends supposed to be? Instead of like the real housewives and all this L.A. housewives and basketball, all this reality TV drama shit. Can you imagine if the world was a better place than what these people out here giving God's world as a glory? Even when I think about my father. Let's go there for a moment. My father just passed away. His name is Richard Wallace. You can Google him. He was very famous. He's been famous for 60 years. My father was a gospel singer. He went around the world for 60 years singing gospel for God, telling the world how beautiful God is and how lovely God is and that God isn't dead and that God is not like us as men and there's a place called heaven. God taught, my dad told the world every, I mean, my daddy told the world so much about God Way more than I have. Way more than I have. My daddy told the world how great God was. He did this every single day of my life. And I'm 52 years years old and my dad died at 80, going on 81 years old or, or 81. But it says on his death certificate that he died at 80 years old. And my dad was... There's 24 hours in a day. There's seven days a week. So 24 hours a day, seven days a week, my father gave God the glory for his life. Now, let me explain to you what can happen in a 24-hour day and how my father, a uniquely designed individual whom God made inside of my grandmother's womb, God knitted my dad together. He gave my dad his ideas. He gave my dad his gifts. He gave my dad his talents. He gave my dad everything. He gave Kobe. He gave everything. He gave Trump. He gave my dad everything. He gave Lionel Richie, which you're going to be surprised about the story that you're going to hear about Lionel Richie in my life and how Lionel Richie impacted my life in such a great way that he doesn't even understand it because he wasn't there to witness that that portion of it. He was only there to witness the aftermath of the little girl happy to now meet him and the sacrifice that the little girl had to make to meet Mr. Lionel Richie, one of the greatest love songwriters in the world and one of my all-time heroes. I love this man. You'll hear it in my short story coming up. So please share these videos. I'm telling y'all, share these podcasts. I'm sorry, I keep calling them videos, but I'm still used to doing lives. I've just been here for a little bit, so bear with me. But anyway, um, my dad was my dad was world-renowned. He had a key to almost every city in, a, in the United States of America. I don't know what the fuck that means, but my dad has all these keys. My dad has golden and platinum records. Um, yet, my dad... was a father, 
He was a son. He was a brother. He was an uncle. He was a friend. And he was an enemy to a lot of people. My father had no peace in his life because he had no peace within himself. Because he was a man of a Gemini statue. He was born as a Gemini. He was the man, the two men. He was the good and he was the evil. The things that God has taught me about in my life. The things that I've shared on you on my social media. You can Google all of my videos and look at those videos. Those videos give a lot of information on life and how to be a better person. Because that's what I believe in. I believe that we should grow and be the best people that we could be. And not God coming back to make the world a better place, but us, his children, from the begotten one who left us here. So that we might be comforted by the spirit that leads us into truth. That's what I tapped into. I've tapped into the magic of life. For a season on Facebook, I was teaching about the magic of life. When you get a lot of crows in your life, that's when you know you're at your magic. Those crows are letting you know you are at the best part of your life that you can possibly be at. Because you're that scarecrow and those crows are constantly mocking you like, hey, I'm eating your corn, bitch. Because <laughs> you don't even know your worth. That's the best time of your life when you that damn scarecrow hanging in your own garden trying to keep them crows from eating your motherfucking corn. But them motherfuckers is tearing your shit up because they know that you can't get down. Come on, Michael Jackson. You better be using me with the whiz. <laughs> I just seen you up there, Michael. Y'all better keep using me. Y'all are our ancestors. And if everybody don't recognize you, then I know I recognize y'all. I know I recognize the spirit because the Bible told me to try the spirit by the spirit. And I understand that the mind is a mighty thing. But most people say the mind is a terrible thing to race. And then they draw a picture of somebody throwing their brain in the trash can. And the brain and the mind is totally two different damn things. You better look up the definitions of them both. No man knows where his mind is. Thank you. But anyway, those crows know that you ain't coming down off that damn pole because you don't know who you are. Because you have not asked the universe the right questions. You ain't asked the universe, why am I hanging on this pole in this motherfucking middle of the sun, in the middle of the damn heat, and this sun and bake me to where I'm already dry weed and scraw? And the sun done baked me a little bit more. You ain't even asked the right questions. Why is it this way? Why do I have to be baked and these crows get to still eat the corn and this is my garden? I can't even harvest my own corn. I don't have $5 in my bank account. I ain't got two nickels to rub together. I ain't even the woman that's got the two bits that she put in the, in the last of the money in the church. And she said, here's the last two bits. And she was died. The lady with the two, two mites. She put her last little bit of money in the church. But God saw her heart. She was rather give to God than to keep for herself. 
to believe that God will come through and give God her last. But you got some people like how my brother called me and said, girl, you did it wrong. Why did you delete all your followers? Don't you know you could have used them people? I said, baby, don't you understand that I am the influencer in my own life? Now, what does that mean? I don't need to have anyone following me if they ain't growing to understand that they are the influencer of their life. If they haven't learned that in the 11 years that they have followed me, then they now have to go be watered. The seeds that I planted within them have to now go be watered. When they become watered, that seed will grow and harvest and come back and find me. And then say, I want to thank you for the stuff that you was out there saying, girl, you put some seeds inside of me and other people watered them. But God now can get the increase. And I'm letting you know that your words that God gave you was a blessing to my life. I hadn't gotten many of those emails lately. So I knew that my time was up. I said to God, I said, Father, if they don't get it by now and it's been 11 years, they can look at my doggone videos over and over until they get it from me. Because I have planted enough seeds in 11 years that the angels, my legion of angels, have been tending and mending in my gardens. See, I don't put up scarecrows because they have no value. They don't know who they are and they don't know their worth. But my legion, they know individually and uniquely who they are. And they know the assignment that I have assigned them to because I asked the universe the right questions for my life. Again, I say to you, help your brothers and sisters grow by sharing these videos and it will help your life to be better because then everyone will realize, hey, I have a unique and individual purpose. They will start living their unique and individual truth. You will start living your unique and individual truth and then the world will be able to do what we used to do back in the day. We can annihilate money and annihilate the system, putting money against us to keep us against each other because we'll have what we call truth in lending because we don't have truth in lending today in the political system that we have. That's sad to say, but everything is a hoax. Like Donald Trump says, everything is fake. Like I said, I didn't even understand when Donald Trump Signed them, had to help them to help all them to sign that peace treaty. I said, God, he's out of order. He don't even have peace at home. And then a couple of days ago, God just reminded me, peace at home is world peace because y'all done did what I told y'all to do. I told y'all to subdue the earth cam and y'all are on every continent in the earth now. There may be an island or two. That may still have the, the original inhabitants on the island that hadn't even been found like that reporter that got killed when he said he was going to go tell them people about Jesus and they was going to kill him. Well, God wrote that in the script. So he wrote it in his script because God already told him, you go down there and fuck with my origin, original people who I already know who I am and ain't never sinned against me. Then I'm going to let them kill you. And he wrote it in his little thing. And that's why the hell they killed that man. Go, go on my Facebook page. I talk about it. I sure did. I talk about it. 
You can't go on there right now because my Facebook page is not act is active, but there's nobody that is coming on my friends because I have deleted everybody, including my children. I do not discriminate. When I take some me time, it's just me and God. It's just me and God. And I don't give a damn who likes it because I have to fill my cup because I got more life I want to live. I don't plan on ever dying. I'm going to be like Enoch. I'm going to be like all of these great people that I heard about who trusted the faith and belief of God. I ain't never going to leave this earth. I will always be a spirit called Kabbalah here. And the books that have already been written about me before I ever even got here, that's why I know I can stay here as long as I desire to stay here. Because I am the last chapter. Number four is called the unspoken version of the Kabbalah. And I am the D-O-T-M. Diary of the mouth. I am Kabbalah. My name is Queen Kabbalah. Shalom. My government name, y'all can look me up as Kamala Wallace. Okay. Anyway. I just want to talk to you, diary. And tell you the things that I feel. Tell you the things that I know. Because life is too short to be lived on a level of dependency. Whether your life depending on what someone else's life thinks. This world has put, taught us many things in the school of life. And one of the things that it has taught us is that division is not united. And we're called the United States of America, yet there's no unitedness. Why are we still individual states? Why do they lie to us and tell us that we have to do mail-in voting ballots when they have all of this live stuff now, when they have 5G out there now? Why do they lie to you and tell you you have to stand in a line all of this time to vote for a Democrat or a Republican when we only have one party, and that is the Republic? There is no Democratic Party. The dictionary can't even explain what a Democrat or a dem democracy is because it's using the word to describe what it is. You can't do that. It's not true. It's not the definition of the word. If you cannot explain what it is, it does not exist. That word does not exist. So all I'm saying is. I don't want to keep being lied to. I don't want to keep living in this world. So I think that the forefathers, when they were doing the Constitution and they were sitting in this room and said, can you imagine everyone getting along and all of that verbiage I just spit out? Then, hey, they put everything in a big old like it's like a spell they cast like that lady. If you go look up, uh, what does she say? Why I love the Constitution. Go look at that little documentary that lady did. I used to say the same thing, and when she, I, I found that video, I was telling God, I was like, God, look at this lady. She feels about the Constitution the way I feel. It's like a bunch of witches and warlocks got together and cast a spell of what they thought the world should be like. But guess what? The witches and the warlocks also knew you cannot be great until you melt everything down. And that is what Trump also understands. Trump also understands that America is a melting pot. Trump cannot be a racist if Trump does not respect any 
religion. He talks about Muslims. He talks about everybody. He talks about blacks. He talks about whites. He talks about women. He talks about men. He does not care who he talks about. And that is an example of what the school of life has taught me about God. God is not a respect of persons. He does not respect the good over the evil. If so, he would be showing favoritism. Why would he be showing favoritism? Because I told you to picture in the beginning the earth and some people walking around the equator from the, the north to the south. Some are walking around from the uh, west to the east or the east to the west. And the earth is still spinning and the people are still walking. We are the ones who are rotating the earth on its own axis. If you can picture that. We have to understand there is only one party. If you look up the definitions and you go back and remember history class, I made a fucking C and D in history. I hated it because I felt like it was all a bunch of lies. It didn't resonate with my spirit, man. Even as a child, it didn't resonate with my spirit. It just resonated as a bunch of lies. Here's a lottery number for you. 4521. That's 4521. I'll say it again. 4521. May your day be prosperous and may your day long live and may the trees of life that was planted there within always abide and always give you much fruit when you play 4521. But anyway, going back on topic. Um When you're planting your seeds in your garden and you've grown them into trees and you're wishing to harvest these things, you have to be able to look at life for what it really is. There's a bunch of lies out there. Going back to this now. There's a bunch of lies out there. And I told God this yesterday or the day before. I said, God, I don't even think I know what's true sometimes anymore. I said, even though you've raised me 52 years and you've taught me all these things that you taught me, when I look at all this stuff on TV and when I hear all these conversations, but when I walk around in the world, I see the birds singing. I see people moving about their businesses. Some smile and say hello. Some fight and be in a war. But it goes back to what Albert Einstein says. People have to realize, do you live in a happy or a hostile world? And I guess that's the question you need to ask the world for yourself. Do I live in a happy or a hostile world? Or for me, I live in a happy world. I don't live in a hostile world. I do the things that I'm supposed to do. I do the things that make me feel good as a person. I do the things that make others feel good if I can. But I know that I'm uniquely and designed, createdly uniquely and designed to be the individual that I am. And that means I can individually change the world single-handedly alone. How? How do you ask? Well, I can uniquely individually change the world single-handedly alone just by these recordings of my voice. They will never die. They said when you put something out into the universe, you can never take it back. I pray to God 
Y'all never see those pictures of me in the bathtub. When my friend texted me and asked me what I was doing, I just turned over and snapped a picture. I wasn't even thinking. But guess what? I'm still that same girl today. I'm very spontaneous because I'm a Pisces. And God placed me in my mother's womb naked. And naked in this world I came. I'm naked in the front of a gynecologist. I have no shame in my game. My body is what my body does. So, have at it. I'll even make y'all a fan page if you want one. You're going to have to pay for it, though. Because <laughs> this booty ain't free. <laughs> but anyway, shit, I done had little kids come up behind me at my, at my job playing with my booty. My booty's so luscious. Beyonce named Bootylicious for me, if you really, really want to know. But anyway, y'all, I just hope you guys um, have enjoyed this diary session this conversation with God, this conversation with you, spitting a little knowledge, doing the things I like to do. Just being me. Now you know why I'm individually and uniquely mine. Now you know I don't think on lack. I was born in this bitch by myself, and when I die, this bitch motherfucker gonna die by myself. <laughs> and everything that come along, along the way, I realize is just a bonus. I don't realize anymore that I don't need a husband or a partner like I was told by my grandmother and mother. Oh, you got to get married. You a girl. You got to have a husband. I don't think I have to have anybody. I feel like if I want a companion, I'll have that companion when I want him. But to try to keep that motherfucker for a lifetime and knowing there's some other bad bitches out there, bitch, you crazy. Just enjoy the motherfucker while you got him and let your ass stay sane. And that's my life lesson. That's what I learned. Now, God might change my heart one day, but I realized that when I thought that I had found love in this guy named Isaac, I realized Isaac didn't know what the fuck love was because he told me I didn't love him. So I said, fuck it. I ain't going to try to prove it. I tried to prove it with them other motherfuckers. I ain't going to try to prove it with you. If you say it ain't, your, ain't love, it ain't love. And I'm going to leave it at that. His birthday was a couple of days ago. And I picked up my phone. And I said, I'm going to go and tell him happy birthday. And I said, well, he can hear me. He's a spirit. Happy birthday, Isaac. I love you, but I guess you don't think I do. So I did say it. So I love everybody. I love all of my exes. That's not my fault because they don't know what love is. Love is something that is uniquely expressed on an individual level. And if you can't understand the love that the person expresses it on, that means you haven't experienced it. But that doesn't mean that you should reject it. You should just say, I'm going to experience this love the way this person gives this love. And when we get to the next level, I'll probably be able to help this person get to another level because our love connected and we made this love grow. And it became something new. But you can't just say, well, this person don't love me. You know, but now if the person whipping your ass and being mean and all those kind of things, that really ain't love. We already know those things. I I had to say that because some people don't have fucking common sense, which is so, so fucking sad when you got them all this experience that you have been through, but it ain't gave you no kind of common sense yet. That's really sad. But, um, hey, it's a part of life. Common sense is a thing. Well, anyway, guys, it's been real. I'll probably come back and talk to y'all because I got so much to talk about. Talk to y'all about. Haven't even talked to you guys about the experiences that happened at home when God told me to go to Prayerfield East. I got home and realized it was a war zone in my hometown. It's a war going on down there. On day one, I was picking up some vibes and 
ended up thinking it was something going on in my own life and it was something going on in the city where there was a shooting in the mall and killing in the park and just all kind of evil stuff going on at home. So I went home and prayed. Went home and prayed. I went, thought I was going to go home and study, but I went home to pray. And I went home to observe. I looked at a lot of things at home, and I'm so glad that God allowed me the strength to move away because I don't like not seeing growth. If I don't see growth in people, you know, people do the same thing every day. I was talking to my best friend, and I was like, friend, I said, I got to tell you something now. I'm going to be some fucking real-ass shit with you, and you're going to probably get mad or whatever, but I'm finna say this shit, and I'm going to let you know. I done been to your house a lot of times in my life. But I don't think you've been to mine but one. No, I've been to your house more than one time. I guarantee you that she, maybe two. Because she said she came to my house when I lived at 3733. There go another number for y'all. So she came to my house at 3733. There's a cash number for you. And she came to my house when I lived at uh, 327. So she came to my house at 2 different addresses and it's two different games y'all can play those numbers for eight day turnaround y'all know how i do eight days is a new beginning stick with it don't forget it put it in ahead of time in case you do forget it if you forget it it's your problem if you win tell the universe to bless me and i'll bless you all with more because that's how it is it's about reaping and sowing you know it's just like that. I don't hardly ever ask people for anything because I know I'm uniquely and wonderfully designed and God got stuff just for me. Like I used to tell my friends when they was gold diggers. I was like, why in the fuck are you a fucking gold digger running after nigga for his shit? Do you know how that fuck fucking make you fucking look as a woman using your, your looks to get a fucking man, but you ain't no hoe? You ain't no prostitute. What is it? What's that called? When you can make your own fucking money, you got your own money, but you want another nigga to spend his money on you. What does that make you a slave? Come on, somebody talk to me. I need some education now. Teach me. Talk to me. Educate me. What is that? When a woman used her womanly wiles that God gave her, not knowing that these motherfuckers going to change in a few more years, like you're going to get some wrinkles, some scars, some dents, some things called love handles and all this shit. What's that called? That's a fucking gold digger. Why would you go dig in somebody else's yard when I just told you you're uniquely and wonderfully made? God made you in your mother's womb. When he made you, he made a, a, a something called prosperity that went along with you. When God made you, he made something called prosperity that went right along with you. He made something called financial abundance. He made something called uh, worth. He made something called uniqueness. He made something called loneliness because you're one. You have to learn to love yourself before you can be with someone else. Being alone means to be all one. That's a compound word. All, who is who you are, and one, who is who you are. Alone. It's not to be that you should feel sad because you're alone or feel inferior because you're alone. Those are low-level thoughts and low-level energies. Those, there's some chi and Mediterra- Mediterranean 
sorry. <laughs> There's some chi and meridian, not Mediterranean. That's the diet. <laughs> There's some chi and meridian exercises and cleanses that you need to do. You need to practice meditating, listening to yourself breathe to realize I'm an individual. Even when the baby is in the mother's womb, the baby understands that I am uniquely and individually made, even though I'm listening to my mother's breath and her heartbeat, her voice. My mother's nourishing me. I am an individual in my mother's womb. So I speak to you today. I speak to you and I say, I speak life to you, the listener of this unique individual to you, another uniquely made individual. Listen, I want to know you and I want you to know me. So leave a comment if you feel like it. Whatever it is you think that you need to do, just do it. But just remember, you were created to do things that nobody else in the world can do. You shall leave a footprint here that is so beautiful that this world will ask you to come back for an encore. I love you. I honor you. I thank you for listening. And I bless your name. And I want you to know that you are love. So thank you for listening to me. D-O-T-M. Diary of the Mouth podcast. It's all about me.